How can helping others be a form of self-care? You may be in a point of your journey where you are asking yourself, am I ready to start helping others create a pathway to find healing and hope from their loss? Today, we will talk about four items to consider before helping others. Stick around to the end of the podcast where we talk about five benefits and an important word of caution that we should all consider. Hello, we are Jeff and Tony Brybeck, the founders of Our Little Sparrows, Pregnancy and Infant Loss Support. If this is the first time that you're listening to our podcast, you can check us out at ourlittlesparrows.org. All right, Tony, so we're going to talk about seeking wise counsel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we think it's wise to just ask yourself or ask, get the opinions of others Um, especially those that maybe have been with you on your grief journey that have seen you from the beginning and to where you are currently. And just to get their advice um, or their opinion on um, whether taking on a role of a support person for another person, um, maybe it's in the pregnancy loss community to whether it's um, the right, not necessarily the right time, but maybe you're in the right kind of like place. <laughs> I don't That's know. A common, I'm kind of struggling, that's a common phrase, yeah. struggling to find the right, right words to be a support for another person. Um, I know for some organizations like Sharing Parents in Sacramento, we they already have kind of a policy in place. They like their volunteers to be at least one year out from their loss, which right. I think in our experience and from what we've seen, um, that is a wise amount of time frame. Um, I think that was good because it was enough you know, distance from our loss that we were, we did spend time in our grief. And then at that point, I kind of felt, you know, we were kind of ready to, you know, take kind of the next step and be a part of the community and give back to it. So, um, for, so some organizations may actually have a place or a kind of policy, um, as to, you know, how far from your time of loss to when, you know, it's a, they would say it's okay for, to right except volunteering right. um so and i mean i know from sharing parents at the end of the year they'll always put the feelers out we're looking mm-hmm. for volunteers but then i mean the pre- our president kurt who runs it um or heads up the the leadership he makes it clear what the prerequisite is mm-hmm. uh so to speak so hopefully if you look for it you'll be able to find it in whatever mm-hmm. support group that you want to volunteer with, or if it's another organization, I know we're going to talk about that a little later on. It doesn't have to necessarily be for pregnancy and infant loss. Right. Yeah. And to kind of add to that too, just, you know, talking to someone that's in your personal network, um, that has seen your, seen you in your journey, your growth. Yeah. Um, if you've been seeing a counselor or anyone else, um, that's kind of been a part of your support network, get some feelers from them um, and see, you know, what they think about you offering to be a support for someone else. Right. Mm-hmm. I know sometimes, uh, I mean, our, for our journey specifically, when we knew that we wanted to do something with our loss, um, I mean, we were looking at opportunities and we're like, you know, we want to start a nonprofit. Um, we want to, um, you know, help our community and it's it's like okay is there is there something i can do that doesn't require you know getting a degree mm-hmm. you know in counseling or or psychology or therapist yeah. or you know marriage and family therapist is very you know mft is a very very common thing but it takes time it, you mm-hmm. have to go get those additional 90 or 120 credits or whatever it's like mm-hmm. 
that's heavy. That weighs heavy on someone. Yeah. It's like, do I need credentials? Yeah. Do I have to be official to be helping? Mm-hmm. You know? Right. And I hear what you're saying. And, and essentially, no, I don't think you do. Um, some people have gone on to get different degrees and different things like social work and counseling mm-hmm. or psychology, which is great. But in order to be a, a caring support friend or person to um, another mom or dad, no, um, I would right. say that the only thing that you really need is just an open heart and a willingness to be present, um, to have that those listening ears and the language of grief um, to, to be a support to someone. Um, you don't need to have a degree or a bachelor or, or any type of specific license or right. certification to be that kind of support really um and it shouldn't stop you hopefully it doesn't stop you from from wanting to take that kind of a role for someone else right um you're going to be relatable because you share the same experience especially if it is you know in a pregnancy loss or baby loss community yeah and you're going to be relatable because you can share a similar experience and even just even if it's not um, you have the experience of grief. Um, you have that um, language. You have experience in the grief world. And so um, your empathy and compassion for others has grown because of what of the losses that you've experienced. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that alone, you know, speaks volumes. And um, you yourself know what has helped you and what didn't help. And so you have that knowledge of, you know, this could help another person. Right. Um, I think some people too, they may be at a loss. Like, you know, like when, when we're first starting that journey, uh, after experiencing that traumatic loss for us, maybe we're having it, having a hard time finding the words mm-hmm. to speak. Well, since moving on from that, we've, we found our words, we've been speaking, we've mm-hmm. been support, you know, being supported, uh, we're receiving support and we're engaging and we're sharing our story. Well, now we're like, okay, now I'm at a loss for, I mean, I know I want to help. I know I want to give back to my community or I want to help others who are experiencing, you know, loss of a different, of any kind, mm-hmm. but where do I start? Where do I begin? You know, mm-hmm. is there is there something, you know, should I go out and do something big right away? And what does that look like? Or it's like, I'm not comfortable. I just want to start small. Mm -hmm. What does that look like? I mean, someone might be totally confused, you know, where do I begin? You know? Yeah. Well, I think it, it, it doesn't have to be big. Mm -hmm. Um, Small gestures can make a really big impact on a person. And so it is also depending on what you're comfortable doing as well. But know that it doesn't have to be um, grand. It can just be simple um, as, you know, sending a person a card or offering to take them a meal. Mm-hmm. Um, tangible help, it can be helpful to them. Um, and um, just letting them know that you're there to listen to them, that you are a safe space if they want to talk about their loss, um, that you have an open open heart and you have the ears to be to be that person without giving them a sense that they're being you know judged or right. you know pressure to move on um you're just willing to be present with them where where they're at mm-hmm. that's the important part is just letting them be where they're at and um so i mean it doesn't have to be a big 
gesture. Those are helpful too. Right. Um, but you know, the little things can speak volumes. Cool. And then I know we talked about it earlier. It doesn't even have to necessarily be, you know, child laws, baby laws, pregnancy laws. Right. Um, there's definitely opportunities to serve mm -hmm. in other uh, in other losses. Yeah. It can be causes that you are passionate about that doesn't have to be about pregnancy or infant loss. It can be, um, you know, another nonprofit or cause that has affected you and that you are, you know, that you care about. Um, it can be something simple, like we said, is just being kind, um, opening a door for someone or offering a someone a smile, um, you know, helping them do daily tasks, um, perhaps maybe taking their dog on a walk if they can't do it. Right. Um, it's just being kind for someone. Those are little things that we can do um, to help someone have a little bit of a better day. And it doesn't have to be necessarily just in the pregnancy and infant loss community. Mm. You can start, you know, with your neighbors. <laughs> I think too, um, you know, when it's interesting that you say there's all these different things you do, opening a door, taking a, a neighbor's uh, dog for a walk and stuff. It's like, those are the things, you know, that, w that we gloss over typically, you know, in our society. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, those things, I mean, that matters to someone, yeah. you know, can you imagine someone, someone, uh, you know, their parent or their spouse is going through, you know, like a cancer mm -hmm. and they're taking them to chemo weekly. Right. Right. It's those little things are huge mm -hmm. all of a sudden. Yeah. You know, the dog that's left for eight, nine, ten hours a day cannot go without yeah. food, water, going to the bathroom. It's like just taking that dog out is huge for them. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you totally forget about the little stuff. It doesn't have to be big. Right. I think that's that's a great emphasis. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, if you stuck around to the end of the podcast, now we're going to get into the benefits. And then Tony has a uh, word of caution Something that we can all relate to, I think. And, mm -hmm. you know, we just have to be honest with ourselves. Let's put it that way. That's what yeah. we're going to talk about um, when we talk about that caution. But mm -hmm. um, let's get into the benefits. What are benefits of, you know, seeking ways to, you know, support others and, and help them mm -hmm. in their time of need? Yeah, well, I think it ultimately gives a person um, a sense of purpose, um, motivation to help someone else out. You, you know, if we ourselves as grievers know what it's like to be grieving and then feel isolated in our grief, then um, we know that, you know, help from our community can speak volumes to that. So it can give a sense of purpose of like, I know what it's like and I want to help someone in their time of need because I know how dark it can be. Um, it's a reason to honor your baby, honor your loved one that have has died. Um, it's it's a great way to give back to the community in memory of your baby. Um, things like um, it lets others um, help others as we know what it's like to be in need. I've kind of already touched on that already just from our own experience. Um, you know, we can empathize more. We ha can have compassion for others. Yeah. Um, it helps us find community. Like um, we've said this before, it helps when we share, when we step out and share our story and and um, give back to the community, it kind of, you gravitate to the, the people that make you feel safe and then others will um, gravitate towards you once they hear your story and 
and see you um, giving back to the community, um, you find your community and, and therefore you find more support and, and right. friendship that way. Yeah. In some ways it's a, it's a whole new connection. It's a whole nother group of people that you never thought that you would be in a, like a tribe, you mm -hmm. know, like a yeah. belonging. Uh, and it's, it's because of that life circumstance that changed everything for mm -hmm. you. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, kind of like sharing parents, it kind of, I feel like they kind of become like our second family, yeah. you know, we've been with them for so many years We've known them, the same group, and yep. and, and we're very fortunate. And we've seen tragedy away from pregnancy and infant loss, mm -hmm. uh, and and that speaks exactly to what we're talking about today. Like we've seen mm -hmm. tragedy with with those who we count as friends now, with spouse losses, yeah. uh, cancer. Yeah, uh, it's just um, yeah, it breaks your heart. Yeah, and because of our bond already, um, we've been able to support each other in on that level, on that level as well. So that's been really unique to see. Um, when we help others, it allows uh, other hurting people um, a chance to find their own healing mm -hmm. um, by letting them know that you are there for them or by being a part of a group that is supporting them. Um, it allows them to find the healing that they need for their own lives. Perfect. Mm -hmm. All right. And now we're going to get into the, the caution. Yeah. What what do you feel like is something that we really need to be cognizant or aware of for ourselves? Mm -hmm. And and that's a good thing mm -hmm. is to self-reflect um, before we really take on, because we are, mm -hmm. let's be honest, it's emotional, it's uh, mentally taxing, it's physically, it can be taxing to support others and help others uh, that are hurting. Yeah. Well, I think it's important to to be sure that when you're putting yourself into a supportive role, that it's not um, it's not a distraction from your own grief, yep. and um, and that is something that you know we should probably self check ourselves on every few months or so. Right. Um, that it's not something that is trying to distract us. Um, it can be tricky because, you know, you're helping others. It's it's a good experience. You're making connections, and it's very a, it can be a very positive experience, and that you just kind of want to get more and more involved. Mm -hmm. um, but it's also um, it would be good just to have that kind of like that self check every now and then. Um, is this is there something that I am not paying attention to um, because I'm so involved with with um, helping others. And this is something that I've even had to ask myself um, because now we're running our little sparrows. I volunteer yep. for serious pregnancy. We volunteer for sharing parents. Yeah. We're, we are very heavily involved in the bereavement community. And so I've had to ask myself, you know, am I doing too much right now? Is there, is there, is there something I'm not paying attention to? in my own life. And sometimes, yeah, there's actually things that come up that, um, I realize that I need, I need to address. And mm -hmm. so, um, and, and that will, you know, that will come as you just have that more awareness of that. And so just kind of every few months or every so often, just kind of do a self check and, and see, you know, maybe you need to kind of adjust your schedule or adjust your involvement a little right. bit. Or just like 
be aware of the cues that your body's giving you, mm -hmm. you know, that, that your love, your energy level, your emotional state, your, mm -hmm. your mental state. I know when I, my brain gets foggy, I have to ask, am I doing too much? Yeah. I know that, you know, if I'm falling asleep on the couch at, uh, seven 30, eight o'clock at night, something yeah. might be, my body might be trying to tell me something. Right. Uh, and I know that sounds silly, but uh, it's, it's honest. It's true. Um, mm -hmm. we can't overcommit. And we have to always be listening to our uh, our bodies, mm -hmm. uh, our hearts, yeah. and our minds. Um, a self check. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a buddy system thing with you know mm -hmm. with a with a a close person in your support group or yeah. um, a best friend um, or a spouse. Mm -hmm. um, that could never hurt. Asking your spouse mm -hmm. to to remind you or to check in. Yeah. Right. It's like a check in. Yeah. Uh, and I think self check-ins are we're we're notorious for not doing them. Mm -hmm. So, good yeah. call of caution. Mm -hmm. All right. So next time you join us, uh, we will be starting a brand new series on the grief recovery method, and we're gonna talk about what it is and how yep. it can help. Awesome. So, well, hopefully we'll see you back. We're looking forward to that. Mm -hmm. We hope you found this episode helpful. We want you to know that you are not alone. And you are loved. Your baby will always be cherished. And we are here to support you in any way we can. We appreciate you listening to this podcast today. Please give this podcast a thumbs up and leave a comment down below letting us know what you thought of today's uh, topic and discussion. And let us know what you what would you like to listen to in the future? What do you want to talk about? Because this podcast is really about our community. Mm -hmm. You are loved. That's the biggest thing that Tony and I always want you to be able to take away at the end of uh, one of our podcasts is that we really, we really want you to know that you are loved. Mm -hmm.